The three of you are sitting at a large, sturdy, mahogany table, beautifully crafted, in a space that is so perfectly white that you cannot tell the size of it. It might be infinitely large, it may be no larger than a living room. Who knows? The only thing you can really discern about it is that there is something strange sort of about it. Besides its color and its size, there's a kind of odd flicker of color to it, but you can't really discern anything about it. And it isn't just the three of you. This table seats six. Across from you, one of the chairs on the edge is occupied. Now Kovia, after having dissolved it into fragments in front of you, is floating above it, resting back on the timepiece. She appears relaxed, completely undisturbed by whatever just happened to her. The other end seat is apparently empty, but in the middle seat, directly across from all of you, is a person who just rickrolled you via a hologram projector in their hand. Their shoulders are shaking, their left hand is up near their mouth, covering it slightly with a closed fist barely restrained laughter on their part as they close their right hand and the hologram display disappears. And... I don't know, do you... do either of you three jump in, or do you wait for whatever this is going to be? I mean, I'll wait. Say wait. Excuse me? I am sorry. It is a private joke. And they look directly at Steiner. Um, wait. Gregory? In a fashion, I should actually begin explaining things now. My name is Greta Steiner. My official designation is Gregory Sigma, but I would ask that you not use that unless you are issuing emergency orders, which you shouldn't have any reason to here. Okay. okay. I am one of Gregory's partitioned selves. I am from, from your frame. A few hundred years in the future. My project was conceptualized after a conversation between Edwin and Notcher on the existence of world lines that failed to surpass, to succeed, 2012, and how we might go about giving such world lines a fighting chance. 
significant time was dedicated towards researching temporal mechanics and the sorts of AIs that would be best suited to surviving such a scenario as we planned. And with significant collaboration with Naukovia, I was created. A another one of the three at my present fully intelligent actualized partition selves this and she like waves a hand over at Naukovia is Naukovia colon gestalt she is the amalgamation of every Naukovia who has come through here and this and she motions at the empty chair, is Harold. I believe you have met. Oh, Harold! I remember Harold. It's been quite a bit, yes, but... Uh, wait, wait, everything? wait, hold on a second. Peekaboo! Yeah, your Vox and I works, and uh, there's Harold. Hey, Harold! Still this, like, <laughs> incomprehensible, enormous energy jellyfish. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. There's just like one tentacle just sitting in the chair while the rest of Harold just hovers <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> Non-Euclideanly. So, doubtless you understand that you are one of the many, many failed world lines that I exist to grant a chance to. I am quite pleased to see that you have already found my preferred resolution of these events. I always do like it when things can end without violence, and especially without the death of Adol and with the potential revival of Meza. Notcher is a close personal friend of mine, and I like it when they are happy. Well, it didn't seem like we have a genuine shot at it this time. It was sort of out of our reach the first go around. So, um, I guess Gregory and yourself, everything's going quite well, I'm inferring. I'm not quite certain how you mean. Uh, how to put this? Gregory and by extension you have succeeded beyond my wildest expectations. You've... Honestly, you're doing so much and I... It's... I, I know that we personally have never met before and you're not... You are you, but I... Is it weird to say that I feel proud of you? Yes, I do. Not at all, especially given the fact that you were heavily involved in my construction. So yeah, I think things considered, the Steiner family is doing quite well, I would imagine. I would agree. Oh yeah, I just realized that you're a grandpa now, Steiner. This makes you a grandpa. I would not consider myself Gregory's daughter. Fair enough. It's sort of like 
if you have to make the analogy, siblings. Okay. That is much closer, yes. Okay, okay. I don't think that's entirely accurate, but that's the closest I think can think of right now. But... Roxanne, you are being uncharacteristically quiet. I'm just a little bit taken aback by all this. I mean... Hi, nice to meet you, but also... I don't know. I felt like I knew what was coming. And now I'm just... I don't know. I'm just trying to sit here and take everything in. Personally, I've stopped trying to predict what's going to happen a long time ago. It's, it's... Just roll with it is my philosophy these days. Just roll with it because... You think you're going back in time? Well, I suppose we are still doing that. You think you're going back in time to save... Technically save your greatest foe's marriage? Do they have a set of concept they have loved one and it, life keeps throwing curveballs and just you gotta you just have to learn to deal with it. Just don't think about it too hard. I stopped planning ahead and back in like two thousand eight. I get it. Motherfucker, <laughs> that's a straight up lie. <laughs> oh. Speaking of Grant and planning ahead, I have here, and she reaches out and with three fingers seems to pluck at the air, and there's nothing there until the moment she completes the motion, and then there is a glowing yellow sphere in her fingers, about the size of a golf ball. And she places it on the table and then rolls it across to you, and it, like, comes to a stop in front of you. Oh! Was this myself? No. Oh. I am simply returning what I stole from you. It's... Excuse me? That is 72 hours. Oh! Oh my god! <laughs> I don't quite understand, but... What? Okay, I'm so... for you. So, no, no, okay, Steiner. So, when I first decided to run to L.A. after screwing up in New York, I left in my teleportation portal on January 1st and I arrived on January 4th. That should have been impossible. I should have instantly transported. I should have been there instantly, but I was lost or whatever for three whole days. Always wondered about that. Thank you. You are welcome. Things tend to work out poorly if you actually do arrive on the first. Most typically, you don't make the jump until the fourth, but in the event that you do do it on the first, this is how I deal with that. 
I hope you will accept the back payment in the form of making that spell of yours work. What spell are you talking about? The tracking spell that you attempted to push backwards through time on Dave Wilson. Oh. Yeah. I'll put it to good use. Thank you. Of course. Just be careful. Time will stop for you while you are utilizing it. However, your metabolism will not stop with it. We'll need to make sure that you have sufficient food and drink to survive the 72 hours, as you will be unable to move much of anything else. I'm certain you will figure out the specifics of it through analysis. You tend to be quite good at that. Alright, thank you. So, I'm happy at this point to answer any questions or simply make conversation before we move on to business. It is entirely up to you. We have no flow of time in here. But right now the biggest question I can think of is, well, I'm sure you're going to answer this already, but if we're already on the right track, um, why pull us out at all? Because the specific ways in which you can succeed in this can lead to different outcomes. I suppose there's one that would be considered the most optimal. From my perspective, yes. However, I need to be very careful with the information that I give you. Now, Kovia previously explained the river metaphor, the swamp of time, as you put it, that still goes for me. I cannot give you too much information, I cannot give you too many new ideas, or I risk becoming the locus around which your world line changes, and therefore unseating it, as I myself am highly unseated from causality. I have a question, but it's a stupid one and silly one. They frequently are. I do not mind. Hey, Harold, how did you know a pharmacist? So something happens in your brain. That's probably an answer, but you absolutely don't understand it. Mm, yes, I understand completely. Doesn't understand it all. <laughs> it's the default state of being or crap. <laughs> I just kind of want to know, like, what the big thing that separates the, uh, I guess, the the winner timeline from the loser timelines, I guess. Whether or not you fully disarm the threat of Adel and the Worm. Fair enough. There are a very large number of ways that this can result. And you have narrowed it down quite thoroughly by dint of your own decisions and the decisions of a few key others. But you still have some room for choice at this point. God. 
to ask a thousand questions about my own future, but I know that's a bad idea. Yeah, that's so a frame. That's it is a significantly bad idea, yes. We can just move on to business if you would like. Yeah, if I think of any questions during business, I'll ask. That's fair. She kind of settles into her chair a little bit more. Now, in the interest of expediting things, I can tell you immediately that I can offer you a solution to fixing Meza's problem. Is there a but? It requires time to implement. About six months, because that's what we've given ourselves. That depends on a choice you make, and we'll get to that. The solution that I have created, and others do exist, you may feel free to reject this if you do not like it, but Adel had the idea of trying to temporally desynchronize Mesa's visions. And they tried it, and it failed, but it failed because Adel lacked knowledge of how ghosts operate. It is a much more common piece of knowledge in our modern times that ghosts become... They gain a kind of inertia upon death. They become stuck, as they were. When Meza died, they were exhausted and bitter and trapped by their curse. And Adel had lost so much power by that point that he could not overcome that inertia. But that was a very good idea, regardless. The solution that I am offering you is that I can, through you, change the world line that Meza's curse is pointed at. And what? Pointed at a world line that has no humans in it, then? Correct. One in which humanity will never evolve. Hmm. The question is, then, would they receive visions of whatever other primary life form uh, rises there and just be trapped in the same sort of perpetual situation where they're just still receiving all these bad visions. Now, Adel has nothing that he can do about it. They would not. Okay. Seems kind of shitty to offer that when that would be the solution. I mean, I was just making sure. It is a good concern to have. Look, if we're gonna help the guy, as much as I hate him, I actually genuinely want to help him now, so like... I'm making sure everything's on the up and up. So the issue with this, the but, is when you choose to do this, 
I will be doing this process through you. Filtering my power through the three of you will create enough degrees of separation that the timeline will not become unseated. However, when you do this in relation to Mesa's personal history, will affect how long it takes. If you do it entirely when they are already dead, then it will take longer because I will still need to overcome the inertia of their death. Is there a reason why we would do it then? Because the alternative is to do it at the very least in a very large fraction while they are still alive. And I believe you are aware, if not particularly familiar, with the circumstances under which they lived. It's, it's not really a viable option. It is. It just requires a certain degree of risk acceptance. Between Navi and myself, we have access to the entirety of all three worlds' world lines. We can put you anywhere and anywhen you would like to be. But wouldn't... Wouldn't doing it in the past radically alter the timeline? If we did it all the way, yes. We can do it to 99% desynchronization allow Mesa to die, and then finish the rest of it in a considerably shorter amount of time in the present day. The issue there is getting both of them to agree to that, waiting for that long. Oh, to be clear, not my present day, your present day. No, no, no. I, I'm by by they. I mean, Adol and um, Mesa. Getting Adol and Mesa to agree to wait five thousand ish years. Pretty hard sell, I would think. Do you need to tell them? I don't think this is the thing that we can just tell them about because it would radically all. It's again, radically alter the time. Yeah, um, I was thinking that we tell them and then try and get them to... Have to be done, at the very least, without Eagle's knowledge. Hmm. So our options, as I understand them, are... If we go into the past, that's a higher-risk scenario. But it's on a much smaller time frame, so there's more wiggle room. Whereas this, if we do it now, it will take longer, but it's more safer. But we don't have the wiggle room. And if anything goes wrong, we are kind of in trouble. That is the long and short of it. Additionally, if you do this in the present day, the amount of time that it will take will require 
the three of you to be put into extended storage in order to create equivalent experience lengths for the merger. Right, that will mess. Unfortunately, that does not stop being a whole mess. So what you're saying is basically we have a dangerous but ready-made solution with the downside that it would require more time to implement to the degree that we would have to be in storage longer before we could be merged, I guess, with our other selves. Correct. I mean, I, I like the idea, honestly. It seems extremely well thought out and everything, but uh, I'd like to hear the other options, at least. The other options will be for you to figure out if you choose to do so. Oh, okay. As I said, I am having to be very careful with the information that I give you. I can give you that solution because I am the one implementing it and I can force the degrees of separation by channeling the effect through the three of you. If I gave you too much else, then it risks that the ideas that you are creating come from me. So basically what you're saying is we've got a guaranteed win, but if we take it, we have to sleep longer. You have a guaranteed win. If you choose to do it in the safe year, the safe and comfortable year of 2012, then you will need to sleep longer. If you choose to take it and implement it while Mesa is alive, if I work hard, you will not need to sleep for more than a day or two. Or you can come up with your own solution. Again, there do exist many. You will just need to find them without me. With character, what was the... There was a downside for being asleep that was beyond... We just have to be out of the timeline for a while. Uh, the... More time the successful strain exists, like you know, the the merger point, the point of divergence gets farther and farther back, and that's going to make it kind of an uneven shuffle. So we have high risk, high reward, low risk, safe you know, safe option guaranteed, but means we're going to be spending time on ice. And there are other solutions, but she cannot tell us because time fuckery. Mm-hmm. I have a weird question. If you can, I guess, desynchronize the timelines things are connected to, could you, like, theoretically connect, disconnect the Gios on Grant to, like, a timeline where the Fae Courts don't even exist or something like that? 
Unfortunately, there is no temporal component to Grant's contract. It is tied to his soul. There would be no timeline that I could point it at that could change its conditions. I can do this with Mesa because it is a curse of prophecy. It has a highly temporal component to it. Grants only does insofar as it terminates on the annihilation of his soul, which would happen in a number of years, but there is no other temporal component to it. My powers do not lie beyond knowledge and manipulation of world lines. I am not otherwise any more powerful than the Queen of Summer. Uh, it seemed like it was worth a shot. Gosh. Though... I'm trying to... I'm trying to think of a way out of it, and like, wouldn't... With... With the... Elimination of the need to even... Make that deal... With the Queen of Summer. Would that Gias even still exist for Wind Condition Grant? It would not yeah. exist on Wind Condition Grant. However, when Wind Condition Grant would be merged with you, the resulting individual would still have the geese upon them. <sighs> And then also, I'm guessing that's the same for the Void. The Void is an exceptionally complicated situation to be in. I do not have a good way to describe it quickly or simply, but the best that I can do would be that the merger between a you and a you that never became the Void would be a kind of quantum self. A self that both does and does not exist. Is there... as far as you know... Is there a way that you can separate from me the moments in time when you merge us two, the parts where I become the Void and the part where I make that deal and just remove them entirely? With the Void in particular, it is such a fundamental moment to your history that removing it would radically alter your personal history you would become a very different person. The issue with the deal is that I would be putting my power against the power of Tarira. And 
I might win. I might. So there's... There's no way you can just remove that bit. Or even... Or even a little bit before that. Just leave all that behind in a in a hollow shell of a grant. Yeah. Can <laughs> combine the rest of it. Yeah. Hollow grant was the Carmel Center. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about how about this? How about this? Is it possible to send? I guess me or someone else. Actually, I guess this have to be me if I'm gonna do it this way. Send me back to the fight the moment before Adol loses their shell form and starts becoming a big flaming explosion demon thing. Let me use my a part of my 72 hours, or does it all have to be spent at once? With some training, some time to analyze the structure of it, you should be able to give it out piecemeal. Okay. But without that research time, it would all happen at once. Okay, alright. So, um, because my plan was to take the crown before it'll got to that form, like right before, and then deliver it to myself in New York, so that way Grant could present that to Tarira and thus never have to make the deal. I have a wild suggestion. I would love to hear it, because I really, really don't want to spend eternity working for her. <sighs> I wonder if, like, if we fix this, Maybe you could just, like, ask Adol to undo it. I mean, they are the ones, the one above all of the fake courts. I feel like maybe might be in a good mood if we fix all of this. I know it's a stretch, it's just like, I mean, kind of a wild idea. Listen, I I know exactly what you mean because I basically did the same thing for Ashley when she helped us save Amalia, so Yeah, like I I look at Greta and I'm like, would that work? Could I just ask Adol to undo that for me as a favor for a favor thing? She has a very sly look on her face as she leans in a little bit and answers Under the right circumstances yes Oh I'm just so used to thinking him as the enemy I keep forgetting that he can, he can probably be nice there is one issue, though. 
And that is? In the present day, the Adel that you know has only ever known humans as the source of death and misery that plagues the person they love above all. Without a change to that, you would simply come across as people fixing your own mistakes. However, if some recontextualization or prior experiences existed, Adel may be more amenable to doing favors. So, Being like friends of Adel in the past. <laughs> no, we can't do that because that messes up the timeline. We would have to. Does it? I mean, if we're friends, and then the whole cave fight thing. So what we would have to do, or what we would, at least my understanding is what we would do is we go back, we start the process to fix Maze's curse, and then after that, once it's already in motion, we just go visit Adel in the cave every now and then. And be like, okay, so this is what's up. I mean, yeah, and then like, introduce him to like family and friends <laughs> it's like have picnics hi, there hi, hi adel this is my mom and dad <laughs> mom and dad this is adel we brought soup <laughs> they've got a big worm behind them don't worry about it <laughs> but yeah like so I have to go from Adel being the person I hate the most in the world to my friend. Greta kind of leans in just a little bit farther. I am well aware of your feelings towards Ashley Arias, Grant. Please do not even front with me. I, I don't know. I literally don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? I know I hate. Mm. I hate. I hate her, but she's not my friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's not my friend. Mm-hmm. I. Do you not? Con- I thought you were friends. I thought that was a whole thing. I thought you no. Were- no. No. I hate her so much. I think of her as a friend. I, I mean, don't. She shot at us, but honestly, you know, water under the bridge or bullets over the head, either or. All that I am saying is that Grant already has a pre-existing history of radically recontextualizing highly unfriendly relationships. You know, a better example of that would have been Henry. Mm. I like Ashley, though. She's fun. Uh, 
Alright, so getting away from Grant's emotional problems. He's a viable option, so... Adel had has to be trapped in the cave. That's a thing that has to happen. Yes. Am I correct? Mesa must die. And the result of Mesa's death leads Adel to being trapped in the cave. Unless you took some highly significant liberties with the timeline. I don't think I want to do that. I think that sounds a bit... Beyond my, beyond my scope, at least. I'm sure someone more experienced like yourself could finesse that, but I doubt I could pull that off. Hmm. At least not yet. Um, so... Hell has to be trapped, or at least... The easiest way is to maintain that timeline and for them to be trapped. Then I suppose we could just... visit them, explain the situation, and just try to be amicable, introduce them to a positive side of humanity? It could be done. This time we would have to spend on ice. Could it be used instead just, you know, for visitation? I don't think it would work like that. No, you must have no experiences during the on ice period. Let's just lay down quickly what does and does not have to happen. Or at least, again, I, as you said, it's not quite that black and white, but for our purposes, it more or less is. Adel does have to be trapped. Mesa does have to die. I do Grant's have to become void. void. Yeah. So that has to happen. Which does mean that the first encounter in the cave also must happen. Yeah, because without that encounter, I don't worry about the others being trapped in there and then use Open my fox and eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that happens, so I need to become the void. So that leaves us a fairly short window to convince Adel that humanity isn't all that bad. I mean... We did it with Mesa. We at least convinced Mesa that humanity didn't deserve to be wiped out. We convinced Mesa that it wasn't the humanity's fault, and that's, you know, again, that is Roxanne. We don't deserve to be wiped out because of it. We have to convince Adel that, well, the, uh, the, uh, all the way, we have to convince Adel that humanity is actually fairly okay sometimes. We've got a significant amount of bad points, but we have some good points as well. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a reason why I didn't want him to do a genocide on the entire human race. We'd have to convince him that um, it's more or less like, hey, just like, you know, the Fae, we've got our ups and downs. Convince him at the very least that one of them deserves a favor. 
is there any way we could just be like, all right, so point it all on our side. We killed you once. We can't do that. No, no, no. I. Well, that... intentionally fixing the problem instead of just killing you. Hmm? I don't think that mm-hmm. would work. I, I, that wouldn't work on me, no. Steiner. I don't, I don't know if that's about Adel, but that would not work on me. I mean, just, it doesn't have to be Grant that asks the favor. Like, I could do it. Even if I just, you know, what if I just visited him every like once a week for a year that's only 52 days so we wouldn't even have to be on ice that long I wouldn't have to be on ice that long at the very least I would want to help because if he's going to be doing that favor for me I should at least be there to face him if we do that high-risk route, and let's have more time, we can spend that time we would have spent on ice to convince them. So I guess either way, we're going to have to go back in time then to, uh, to meet the younger Mesa before they die. And through us, we're going to have to Sounds like the low-risk route is just a non-option if we have to then convince Adel still, despite everything, it's just to not kill humanity anyway. Or at least give one human a favor. For, I mean, I guess we actually, like, we just have, from the point we first meet him to uh, the day we have to go fight him, because, like, we don't really need to change any of that. Like, all that planning can go on in the background, whatever. Yeah. Well, no, no. The only, the only thing that can't happen is the the lover, the knife. That can't happen. Yeah, 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 that can't I happen. I mean, the so rest have... of that, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. So, on that note, what happens when we, and by we I mean the, the asses of this timeline we are entering realize that Mesa is not there and that thus we cannot actually forge off the knives. Some communication will need to take place between the three of you. The ones that are sitting across the table from me and Mesa. Mesa can be a very good liar if they set their mind to it. They can convince your successful selves that the final knife will be provided to them at the last moment. Or something along those lines. I I thought it was just going to be that they were going to pretend that they were still in their sort of stasis. Well, that will depend on exactly what you would like to have happen. You can, if you would like, 
finish fixing Mesa before you learn the nature of the knives. So my thoughts on this are we repair we we fix Mesa and then when they come to get when we come to get the blood of you know of the lover I would I thought Mesa would just pretend to be a ghost still I don't know that would not be viable unfortunately the reason why Mesa disintegrated when you took blood from them the first time was that was their condition for true death. Yeah, it's out of character. Did any of us expect Mesa to turn into dust? No. Well, I didn't. Literally until it happened, I was not expecting it. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, the minute it happened, I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'm saying everything suddenly makes sense in context that we the this other versions of us are also equally stupid. (laughs) Please complete your thought. I'm just saying if Mesa just goes and now true death. Well, no, 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 probably be convinced by that. If the blood gets drawn, Mesa dies. We didn't know that, so we also don't know that. No. no. Okay, so what are you suggesting then? Oh, like, no, 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 wait. If the she dies, even if you know, no matter what. Yeah, they die yeah. if their blood is drawn. Okay. Yeah. I did not understand that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remarks rescinded. idea what if we just because we can still tell Gregory everything and what if we just ask Gregory to oh no that won't work I don't think no please voice it I was just saying why don't we just ask Gregory to leave out the bit about the the lover. lover and then uh, was it was it Mesa who told us how many knives there are yes just ask Mesa to misrepresent the number of knives and then tell Gregory to leave out the knife of the lover in the translation process and well, no, why involve Mesa in this at all? Why not just have Gregory tell them that there are eight knives instead of nine? Or you mean nine knives out instead of ten? Right. Why not just have Gregory say that there are nine knives instead of ten? Why bring Mesa into it at all? The issue is that the number ten only came from Mesa. Gregory did not know that he was finished deciphering the code until he had all ten names. Okay, so... What? Gregory just 
Like, Grigory just, like, lies and says, I figured it out. There are nine knives, weak. Okay, how does Gregory know that there are knives unless Mesa tells you? That was never part of the code, was the nature of them being knives. It was just the yeah, names was... of the people you needed to get blood from. Yeah. You got the fact that they're knives from Mesa. Have Notcher tell them? Or just have Gregory again be like, I deciphered more of the riddle. <laughs> okay, it you could do knife. that. <laughs> <laughs> You could do that if, if you wanted to have Gregory lie yet more. Gregory could lie about getting the answer that way. You couldn't have Notcher do it because Notcher can't give that kind of information. Oh, that's true. Just, like... The whole reason he's able is doing this is because Meza is, you know, in a state of death. And if ourselves get there and just see Mesa like fine. That's this fixing the thing with Mesa isn't going to make Mesa alive again. It's not going to bring them back to life. It's just going to make them not suffer eternally as a ghost. Adol is the one that's going to have to bring them back to life. Yeah. Okay. I fundamentally misunderstood that then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Adel is the one who will do the actual necromancy. You guys just need to fix the curse so that they can be brought back and not immediately die again from the exact same circumstances. Okay, but it's still like... <sighs> okay, I guess we just... Meza, as you said, just lies and said, oh, I'll just... I, I'll... Uh, the knife is in the fucking mail. <laughs> 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 Yeah, there are a lot of ways that you could go about preventing your other selves from drawing the blood. You could fix Meza early and have them lie about how many knives there are. You could uh, have Gregory lie about deciphering extra information from the numbers and having the knives be in there and they just never go talk to Meza at all. And it's just going to be this weird mystery that we just keep kept hearing names, at least for those, at least for a uh, wind condition for us. I, th I mean, we can we can figure this out after we get the first part of this done, I think. Yeah. So going back to that. So right now, I guess what we're looking at is going back into the past. That's so Greta said those were two options, but not the only options. Which which means given but we have to figure they, out the others. Given, yeah, given that she has said that they that she cannot give us specific information because it would mess things up. I'm inclined to believe that there is a better solution that we just have to figure out for ourselves. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out if that's a thing that I should confirm or deny as a DM. I feel like it's not the kind of thing I should. I guess the question I would ask is, what would the better solution entail? Yeah, I think, like, no. Like, 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 not in terms of what you would be doing, but what you would be getting out of it. What, what better result could you hope to achieve? I mean, less risk 
but still with the time wiggle room? I mean, I guess, but also you'll have to find it yourself. That's, yeah. I mean, Greta did say these were only two options out of many solutions. Did they not? Yeah, she said that. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that there are better solutions, but given that they also said that there is information that they cannot give us, that, again, and I don't know if this is just game poisoning, leads me to believe (laughs) that there is a third better option. I have played so many video games. I I am detecting a secret. There must be a a hidden best ending in here somewhere (laughs) that I'm not being handed. When presented with solutions, I always look for a separate solution because I know better. (laughs) It's like, if you find the path forward in a video game, and then like a non-FBS thing, or if, if it's not like a linear, just go forward and shoot things game, my immediate reaction to finding the path forward is always to turn around and look for anything I missed. Turn 90 degrees and figure out what the optional paths have. It's like figuring out what the, de- the developer's like secret like way to assassinate the target is in Dishonored. Which is like, go back and hey, there's a cool sword that we missed down this hallway. <laughs> Game poisoning. It's like in the, the first level <laughs> of Dishonored, where, like, sure, you could just go kill the target with your sword, but you can also just, like, switch the cups that are poisoned and just have him poison himself. Or break both cups and then brand him as a uh, traitor and he gets excommunicated. Yeah, but that's the non-violent solution that's different. This is the way forward. If I go down this path, I will fight a thing or solve a puzzle and move on. But... What if I turn around and find a different pathway that's way cooler? That pathway may or may not exist, but the mere possibility of it means that I have to do this now. <laughs> poisoning. I mean, it's up to you guys. This, this is you all choosing your ending here. Uh, red, green, or blue. <laughs> <laughs> I chose shoot the star child. <laughs> Please don't shoot Greta. She's a very nice girl. No, no, she's much better than the star child. I'm trying See, to think. There's a but more like, efficient I'm, solution here. I can't like, think. I, I can't think of a more efficient solution. And honestly, like, this but is... just wrong, we're not going to get the after credit scene. Hmm. Here's the other thing, though. With whatever this alternate solution might be, is that going to fix Grant's problem? I don't know. We wouldn't know that until we figure out what the alternate solution would be. Fair. Personally, like, out of character, out of character, I'm fine with this solution that's been presented to us because we still win. We still get our mostly happy ending we just have to worry about the whole win state selves being the dominant form which i think honestly grant was kind of leaning towards being that in the first place 
because whatever whatever he has to go through, it's probably going to leave him less traumatized than what he is currently gone, gone through right now. And he would be fine with, like, the year that never was, essentially, being the submissive part of it, essentially. That's just me. Also, this solution, if you do it right, doesn't condemn Grant to an eternity of servitude to the Queen of Summer. Yep. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, we have... I feel like, in character, if we're presented with a solution that we know will work, it's just dangerous. Don't know it'll work. It's a risky solution, because we have to actually somehow get to Mesa without alerting Adel. Well, I may make a point. I would make this in character and out of character. There has to be a point in time where Adel and Mesa did not know each other. Have you considered asking Greta questions about how this would happen? Sure. Okay. In character. (laughs) So, if we go back in time, is there like a specific point when we have to do this? Like... There is no specific required moment. However, there are moments that are better than others. Why is that? It has been told to you before that the circumstances under which Mesa lived were fraught. Pre-court days of the Wilds were highly chaotic, dangerous. That is what Adol launched his crusade against. Right. Mesa lived in those circumstances. And given that you will be required to spend some months with them, there are elements of relative safety of you spending this time. If you spend it before Mesa has met Adel, you will lack the presence of the most powerful and devoted bodyguard ever to have existed. If you spend this time after they have met each other, you will need to negotiate your interactions with a bit more care but you will be considerably safer from the dangers of the primordial wilds. Um, minor thought, uh, just unrelated. You mentioned that you are forbidden from telling us certain information, correct? Yes. Does Nalkovia also suffer from this? Unfortunately, yes. Her temporal state is identical to mine. And we just can't understand anything Harold says. We're trying with him. Navi and I understand him. He's, um, 
takes some it takes some work. Yeah, I I didn't quite understand the answer to the question, so I'm just going to leave it at that. You said you did. I I lied. It was a lie. Oh, I was lying. I'm scandalized. How dare you, Grant Harrison? We are supposed to be having an honest and open exchange of information, and here you are, lying to our faces. <laughs> I cannot believe you. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Someone here gets me. I thought Roxanne praised you better. <laughs> okay, I just I just wanted to ask that because like the thought I, I just like had the thought we're just completely ignoring Nakovia. And then the thought, <laughs> wait, what if Nakovia doesn't have this restriction of being able to not tell us things, but has to be directly asked? <laughs> I mean, you can talk to her, but no, she is definitely in exactly the same position. I mean, it would have been an interesting twist. It's like, they can tell us anything we want, but we have to directly ask it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I can't... I, I couldn't think of a better solution, so I will... Back in time it is. That's one vote. Yeah, uh, back in time. Back in time it is. I get back in time. Let's do the time warp again. (laughs) Well, you're not going to be sent straight off. I assume you are going to tell Greta this is how you want to do it. Yeah. Alright. Well, when you voice that, she perks up a little bit, seems visibly happy, claps her hands a little bit. Wonderful. It is wonderful to hear. So, there are some other things that need to be worked out before I send you back. And you will, of course, need to choose exactly when you would like to be sent back to. Pre or post Mesa meeting Adel. The first thing that you will need to know is that you will still need to... And she turns to look at Roxanne. Utilize your virus. My virus? The self-virus that you were crafting with Agnes. Right, because... Okay, I think I understand because... Notcher is going to be obligated to try and stop us from doing anything to Meza. I assume. Yes. Okay, got it. There is also the risk that if you were to leave presenting Meza to Adel until the very end, the day that Adel has prepared himself to fight for, he may attempt to begin the fight regardless, out of sheer emotional inertia. Okay. So, you will need to be ready to do that, and I will, of course, bring you back here to collect yourselves and debrief before sending you into that. Can we still go back in time and kill Silas Cutler? Absolutely, you may. Thank God. Fuck Silas Cutler. (sighs) Okay, so... Basically... 
what you're saying is we're still going to have to utilize a lot of the plans that we had made because we're going to have to de-escalate, which means we're going to have to use violence a little bit. A little bit. Right. Not completely out of character for us. Comparatively speaking, though, it will be considerably less than you originally planned for, though. <sighs> yeah. I mean, this also kind of solves another problem for me, so it's fine. I don't have to worry about the the energy capturing bit, I don't think. Correct. That should not be necessary, ultimately. Adel is aware of his mistake and wishes to fix it. He simply does not have the opportunity to. So besides Notcher and Cutler, was there anything else I needed to prepare you in advance of? I'm bringing you back here anyways. If I remember, I'll remember. Okay. Hey, I have a question before we go. Of course. How many times have you done this? How accurate of an answer would you like? I mean, I mean, you could just give me like the amount of digits, I guess. Like, you don't have to say it was 137 times, but if you just told me like, like a hundred times, that would be cool. A simple rounding then. I am at approximately three followed by 106 zeros iteration of this conversation. That's a lot. That's a lot of zeros. Yes. yes. Dang. <sighs> I am about a third of the way done. Alright then. I mean, I was about to ask, is there like an endpoint to this? There is. Is it when all the timelines are safe? Yes. Cool. There is not an infinite number. The world tree, I suppose you could call it, does not split off additional world lines for highly inconsequential differences. For instance, the brand of breakfast cereal that you choose in the morning I does not me. actually create a new timeline. Literally thinking that. I know. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> mm. Timeline. Time travel's bullshit. Even more so than normal magic. Time travel's bullshit. <laughs> Once I have completed all 82 Quato Trigantillion iterations of this conversation, my job will be done. Any plans after that? Oh, yes. I intend to return to my original world line with Navi. She motions at Nalcovia, who is still just chilling up on the timepiece. Alright, well, I would say say hi to the me in that timeline whenever that happens, but like... You're gonna. I feel like you've probably gotten that request a couple of times, so... Mm-hmm. But, I will be happy to add your hello to the pile. 
<laughs> a bunch of Roxanne said hello. I will be sure to tell that Roxanne hello. No, I will tell her how many hellos there are. I will not say hello one time for each Roxanne that requests it. That would take an obnoxious amount of time, I think. Yeah, speaking of obnoxious amounts of time, we should get on with this so you can get on with your work. Oh, it is fine. I am in no hurry. I have an infinite amount of time, personally. And I am quite good at compartmentalizing. I figured out ages ago how to make every conversation new and fresh, even though they largely go exactly the same way. Just slightly different iterations of never going to give you up. There are a few outliers that are special treats, ones where one of you three isn't present and is instead somebody else. Weird. Hmm. So, um... So long. Where are we dropping, boys? That is entirely up to you. When in Mesa's life do you wish to meet them? I think before they meet, it would be preferable. Yeah. Yeah, it's risky, but I... It will be considerably more physically dangerous, yes. But, I mean... It seems like a better chance of success. We're already doing some pretty risky shit. Why do you believe that is? I, I just don't have to deal with Adel, I don't... I guess the question is, do we think we can convince Adel to give us a chance? So my thoughts uh, as to before meeting Adel is it's going to be more dangerous. Uh, the environment is going to be more dangerous. But Adel is infinitely more dangerous than the environment, especially back then. Yeah, but Adel doesn't hate you back then. He's just, is he? It, I don't know how protective he's going to be. Of like, we're... Here's a slight. Here's a completely unknown creature. Or here's two completely unknown creatures. And I'm sure they would be able to tell at a glance we are not more dangerous than a fucking dragon. Okay? Yeah, that's kind of the other thing is like relative threat levels. 20 of you guys together after an extended fight were able to take Adel just barely when he was the ghost of a shadow of himself. This is going to be Adel at the greatest point of his power. Does he is he going to consider you an actual threat? The answer is no. Threat. Maybe not a maybe not a threat to him, but a threat to Mesa, maybe. I don't know. Also, Roxanne. Uh-huh. You might recall from uh, one of the times that you hung out with Adol socially in the tunnel as part of your little bargain 
that uh, it wasn't just Adel and Meza traveling alone. Right. There was at least one other. The one who wrote the book that had all the information on the parasites. Oh, right. And they died, I think? Adel never said. Huh. I guess I just assumed that they were dead then. Anyway, yeah, let's let's go back to before they met Adel. I feel like if we at least... Can I make a point at least that... So, I feel like if we go back, meet Adel before he has a reason to hate us, and I feel like we're going to have to be honest about what we're doing, and just say that we're here to help save Meza... It's just we can't do it right now. Will you will you let us, you know, give us a chance? And if we do that and then, you know, fast forward to the future and we've done it, I feel like that's going to at least kind of also help with the whole give us a favor thing because we'll have time to, you know, get to know Adel and talk to Adel while we do this. And then we come back and we're like, hey, we kept our promise, see? But does that fuck up the timeline? I don't know. Does it? Okay. Here's what I want to say. Is that if, like, Adel sees us in the past and then sees us in his in the future it'll lend some credence to uh, the whole we went into the past and fixed Maze's problem argument mm-hmm. you don't have to tell him what's up we just like wave at him as we pass by and the whole fucking talking Adel messing up the timeline thing so like if you're worried about him like knowing who you are before he meets you if you're worried about him recognizing you like the first time you meet in the tunnel the very first time before the like final fight Steiner you're in your angel body so you don't look anything the same Roxanne, you're not in your angel body, so you look completely different as well, which kind of just leaves Grant as the weak link, and... He's the void? Maybe that'll affect Adel's ability to remember him for a long period of time? That's an interesting question, is if you go into the past before you are the void... And no. meet someone. Nope. Who will then later not... have a self connection to you. Does that? I don't even know what I'm asking now. There, there might be a bit of a funky effect. It'll probably won't be completely vulnerable to it, especially when he's at full power. But I don't know, Grant. You could fucking wear a mask. Yeah. And just ask Adel to respect you wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there's fae in the past that wear masks. I have a hideous facial scar, and I'm very sensitive about it. Not technically a lie. Yeah, true. That is true. 
so, you know, there's minimal risk of him recognizing you. If you're worried about just, like, saying things to him that could screw things up, I mean, that's that's what Greta said would be the trade-off, would be if you do this while Adel is present, you're safer. You just have to navigate the social interactions a bit more carefully. Would Adel even acknowledge us outside of, hey, there's some weird dudes hanging around, my friend? I mean, he might not. He might welcome you into whatever little travel band that he has. Who knows? Yeah, humans don't exist at that point in time. So, like, the only person who would have any frame of reference for what a human is is Mesa. You might just think we're weird, gross, stunted fae. That Mesa might not even have it if they haven't started having visions yet. Oh, see, I thought those were, like, asynchronous to, like, humanity existing. I... I mean, also the fae wilds are asynchronous temporally from Earth. True. Okay. So, you know... Mesa might not start having visions until humans exist, and that's a, a weirdly indeterminate point in the Feywild's history. I feel like if we go back to the point where the curse starts, like actually taking effect, it'll probably be an easier sell on fixing it than if we go back before the curse starts taking effect. I mean, you have a good point if we go to right when the curse starts, but also at the same time, I'm worried that if we go right to when the curse starts, that it'll be a harder it'll be a harder sell. If we go before the curse starts, I mean, the curse exists, but it doesn't start taking effect. It doesn't start doing stuff for at least a period. But if we go before that period. It's going to be like, we're fixing a curse on you, you just take our word first, this curse totally exists, it's just not happening yet, because the species that you're going to get visions of hasn't evolved yet. So, two things. One, if you go back to after the curse has started, after Mesa has started getting visions, you're going to be recognized as humans, and not just weird fae anymore. Two of us will be recognized as humans. And you are the weird automaton in the company of humans. I don't know these people. <laughs> you definitely did. You showed up together. You hang out with each other all the time. Hey, get them to leave me alone. They quit calling me dad. the other thing why do you have to sell people on this thing like why do you have to tell Adel and Meza about why you're doing this we'd have to tell Adel but presumably we're gonna have to talk to Meza at some point okay do you have to tell them why you're hanging out I presume we would have to like physically do something to undo this curse do we have to just be in their presence you could ask the person who okay, will be. Okay. <laughs> could ask, ask the person that. who's doing all the work. <laughs> all right. Hey, Ape, why don't you ask in character that question? 
So, thought occurs. What exactly is involved in undoing the curse? Is there a physical contact that would have to be made, or something we could do serendipitously? So far as your part for it is concerned, you will simply need to stand close to Mesa for an extended amount of time. Close is a, is nebulous. With some practice, I have managed to extend my range to approximately 30 meters. Hmm. I think we can swing that, yes. The more of you three that are within that 30 meter range, the faster it will go. But even just one of you would be sufficient. And how much time would this end up taking? Like rough estimate, I guess. If all three of you manage to stay within that range the entire time, I believe it should take me no more than six months, absolute. Six months? That's a commonly occurring number, apparently. When we first came across this idea, it took me about two years. Wait, is that why... Is that why Dikovia gave us six months? No, no. Just a coincidence. So we just spend, like, six months traveling with this group of people and try to spend as much time around Mesa as possible. And... I don't know, you'll just yoink us back as soon as, uh, as soon as we're done? I will not make it a traumatic exit. I would not want to cast undue suspicion on your presence by having you suddenly disappear. But, yes, effectively. When I have reached 99.9% .9 completion, I will signal the three of you. You will need to find a way to exit quietly, and then I will bring you back here. That seems... easy enough to me? What do y'all think? No, it's, it, uh... sounds good to me, yeah. Not good plans any, I think. I'm not gonna lie, I just kind of think it would be nice to have the opportunity to meet all of these people before they have a chance to have a reason to hate us. It will be interesting seeing Adol in a completely different light. Completely out of left field. But I just remembered this. Um, I'm assuming the little puzzle box with the um, perpetual motion device was your doing? Yes, that was me. Was that anything important or just something 
There was a specific point to that, yes. You might recall that when Morton was constructing his new Sublime Forge in your laboratory, he was able to make it more efficient, utilizing the frictionless material you and Victor stole together. The means to manufacture with such a material was obtained in the research documents that I included with the perpetual motion device. The puzzle box and the perpetual motion device were gravy. The important part was the research documents on manufacturing with frictionless materials. It's just always been kind of a minor curiosity in the back of my head. Nice to have an answer for it. Mm hmm. It was also, I hope, a fun challenge and bonding experience between you and Gregory. That is how I remember it in my timeline, at least. I would say that it was, yes. Wonderful. I did use a scaled-up version of it to power my lab for a while. I am not going to comment on that. I don't want to give you ideas. I can't say that because I, I feel like that's not breaking the rules, but it is bending them considerably. I have had considerable practice figuring out exactly how far I can bend before things break. Just imagine, Steiner, you're going to have six months to think about it. Joy. At least six months. Yeah. So. I can send you back to a position that I believe to be optimal, given your choices, whenever you are ready. However, there is no hurry. Navi and I have set up this place to put you in a metabolic stasis for the two of you that still metabolize things. You will not become hungry or thirsty. You would like to rest here, you may. We can make things comfortable, if you desire. It is entirely up to you. Honestly, I think I'm pretty good. I had a nap before we did this. <sighs> yeah, I'm kind of... This is fun, and meeting you is really interesting. But I'm kind of eager to, like, get going with this, I guess. Like, we're coming back. I've got six months to think of any questions I or talk to you about things. Concur with Roxanne. Again, what it has been extraordinary to to meet you, it is we did enter this with the expectation of jumping right in, so Understood. As much as I would like to spend ages just talking to you about everything, then I don't think you are at liberty to answer most of my questions and you are we both have things to get, get done, so of course. And if you choose, you can invent me in the future. Or could probably get done faster if there were two of you. Oh, I am a gestalt entity. <laughs> uh, I should have guessed that one. 
I will definitely put that on the to-do list. No pressure. I exist at this point whether or not any Edwin Steiner ever chooses to invent me. I'm sure whatever version of me you do invent will be happy to be created, though. Gregory seems to like existing well enough. Mm-hmm. Well then, if you are ready, please make sure you push your chairs in. Uh, of course. Yeah, I want everything to be nice for the next set of guests. After all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the three of you stand up, push your chairs in, Greta leads you a few feet away from the table and you can tell without rolling that the like gestures that she's doing are entirely for your own benefit so that you just don't like pop into a different place in time with no warning she's undergoing some theatrics to give you all some lead in and as she slowly extends her right hand towards the three of you, and this space begins to go incoherent. Time and space begin to slip, and you are displaced. The last thing you hear is Nalkovia speaking up for the first time. I really wish you'd stop calling me Navi. <laughs> I got it. <sighs> and that's where we'll call it. Maybe this episode, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh that was a lot of talking. That was a lot of talking. In and out of character. In and out of character. That's exactly what I anticipated this session to be, is just the three of you sit at a table and make plans. I am glad that the plans you all decided on are these ones. This particular iteration of things to do was the one I personally was most excited for. I'm gonna be honest, hmm. I picked it mostly because it was the most interesting option. Yeah. I'm that's pretty valid. You may recall I've done this multiple times during this campaign. I have said I'm picking <laughs> it because it is the most interesting option. Yes. I do recall that that's a thing that you do on the semi-regular. Um, you know, let's do an end of session thing, just cause. Yeah. Just cause. Uh, just cause. Just cause four out now for the PS5. Have we have we solved the current mystery? No. Well, I mean, oh, I mean like, solved the current mystery of who the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> we solved the current mystery of why did I lose three days? We solved the current mystery of. How are we going to fix Mesa? That one, I think, is worthy. Okay. Um, I don't think anybody's been saved from certain death or worse, worse yeah. yet. 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 We're getting there. <laughs> um, 
we definitely did learn something new and important about the world. Yup. Did we learn something new and important about one of the players? Not necessarily, no. Nah. I mean, unless you count Steiner is going to uh, invent a daughter in the future. I don't think... I invent a Time Lord. And who the fuck knows what Steiner's doing in the future if like he just <laughs> a couple centuries out. A time I like, like the casual mention that it was a hundred or so years in the future a and couple none hundred. of us even flinched and we were like yeah sure that tracks I'm a You're robot in- right now <laughs> yeah that's like Steiner has been talking this whole bad timeline about hmm robot body was always in the cards somewhere along the line yeah, I'm like definitely <laughs> going to live forever, or at least for a long enough time to be considered a forever on a human time scale. <laughs> Too much shit to do. <sighs> now I have a, like a trial run and be like, okay, eating. I like eating actually. I'm gonna put eating back in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe take it out when like there's nobody around to like. When it's hard to get the materials I'm make, for. I'm not going to make myself dependent on eating, but I would like to eat now and again. Sense of touch is important. We did learn that Grant was not so shitty of a wizard at the start of this campaign that he somehow deleted 72 hours from his life. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I can do that. With enough alcohol. <laughs> Anybody's capable of that. Or, conversely, so good of a wizard that he somehow traveled forward in time. You know what? I'm feeling generous. Everybody can have two experience points. Hooray! Hooray. I still have... I still two experience points from leveling up, so it doesn't matter. I'm three experience away from leveling up. I can't put another point in the charm. So instead, I will in between sessions look for a move that makes convincing people easier what's your weird score two same as charm okay never mind that doesn't help any then i'll i'll put i'll poke at this crack this coconut also i should get i believe in you Disagree. I love coconut. You can have all of mine forever. Same. Consider the coconut. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I, I disapprove. Good session, everybody. Good session. Uh, we got in some gags. We, uh, we solved some forever mysteries. And we're about to rewrite history. Yeah. DuckTales. Woohoo! Woo. and then next time for tales of daring do bad and good luck tales (laughs) good night there might be phony tales but there might be goblin goblin tales pony tales why do I think it's phony tales good night criminy good night everybody a woohoo wolf how (laughs) 